Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Dorowski. And I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are once again joined by Crystal Beth. Hello. From Fifth Element fame, which I think is probably my favorite Movies by Minutes title. Aw, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, it, it took me a while to warm up to it, hearing you on Star Wars Minute, but I was like, no, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, it was... <laughs> We were debating. I was like, the fifth element minute was too hard to say. Because mm-hmm. it's, you just, your mouth is just, or well, mine anyway. I've, my mouth is not my best friend sometimes. But the fifth element <laughs> minute was so long. I was like, oh, it's just called the fifth element. Minute. And then we were like, oh, perfect. We'll just do that. Yeah, it, it works well for you. I like it too. We love puns. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually listened to any of the fifth element. Are you guys pun heavy? Uh, no, just the name. Oh, We're, okay. uh, we, we have, I think we have fun with it. It's, there's, it's only so informative because you have to be, uh, because it doesn't have a backstory, a whole universe like star Wars does. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Luke Besson went very deep into everything that he did in this movie. Cause he'd been wanting, he'd been writing it since he was in his late teens and when he was wow. 38 was when he finally made it. Uh, so he has thought long and hard about what he wanted and how he wanted it to look like. So that's really helpful because we have a lot of stuff to talk about with that. But he spent so much time on costumes and props. Or, well, he didn't. But the people he paid to, to have a lot of time on them did it. It's, it's really nice. It's There's a lot to talk about. And sometimes there's nothing to talk about. But then we could talk about how much we love the movie because it's so good. We, uh, one of the things we like about doing this one is, uh, it's, as far as we know, the oldest movies by minute film so far. Oh yeah. And so we get a lot of film history and I think I need to, I should double check. I think right now it's the first animated one, especially traditional animation. I know there was talk of somebody doing the Zootopia minute and I haven't seen that one show up, but is anyone, has anyone else done traditional animation? I don't think so. Not, or no, you know what? I know so. No, they haven't. Okay. So we have some historical things we get to talk about. I mean, it's it's years before any of the other films that people have done so far. I mean, Star Wars is the 70s. I think there might be some stuff from the 60s, but this is back in the 30s. Yeah, this this is definitely the oldest one. Yes. <laughs> you guys win. You win the age. Yay. Yeah. I mean, there's those those little informal prizes amongst <laughs> the community. Lord of the Rings always going to have the longest one. Oh, yeah. Star. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but we get the oldest. Uh, what What does this minute begin and end with, Kestra? Uh, this minute, minute 17, begins uh, with the animals slowly following Snow White, who has crept through this opened door. Into someone else's <laughs> home. Yes. And it ends with Snow White blowing dust off of the fireplace mantle um, onto some squirrels and chipmunks. So it's a dusty home. <laughs> it is a very untidy home. Yes. Their allergies must be crazy. A poor, I was thinking this whole this whole minute, this whole, well, the whole week, I was mm-hmm. like, poor Sneezy. Poor Sneezy. Sneezy's been living in that. No wonder. Like, <laughs> it could, like... Do you think it gets better when he comes in? He's like, hey, guys, like, I'm not sneezing nearly as much. I don't know, like, we maybe. have to rename you. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what if they just like gave him an aller clear or got him into a different <laughs> environment? <laughs> it's like, would he be sneezing in the tropics? He, he, he is living in the middle of a forest. 
<laughs> so I don't know. So we talked a little bit yesterday about how in this whole week, the animals are more cartoony and a little less real. I think a prime example of that is the turtle walking in. That is not how walking works. He, no, he, moves, turtle. he moves like both left side limbs right. and then both right side and then the left <laughs> and, side again. It's like, and, that's not, no, like that's not a walk. He's reaching very far up before he puts the. Yeah, like, he's like, he's like yeah. lifting it up high. And it's like, is he trying to be sneaky? It's, it's like he's trying to creep, but. But it's like, it's not, not good. <laughs> he's the only one that knows that they're doing something wrong. He's like, yeah. guys, this is not our house. You guys are just running in here, but I don't want to be left alone because I want to be cool too. It's so rare that I'm here when things are important. I'm going to come in, but I'm not okay with it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to slowly get in here. And like, I think a chipmunk or a squirrel like hops onto his back and then hops off into the house. <laughs> so they're just like using him as a, as a rock to oh, jump in. But so many it. animals get in. Like we, 12 animals were in as of last minute. And, and you know, this is like 30. More. Like, I don't know how many. There's, there's the raccoons and there's like so Yeah, two raccoons, many, so many squirrels and chipmunks. So many chipmunks. A couple more rabbits. Birds. Somehow the birds get in. Somehow all the birds end up inside the house. I don't see a lot of them. Like, I don't see the quails no. waddle in in this no, minute. I don't see the But they're quails. definitely here. Yes, they, they definitely are. And then they all get in and then they all leave. <laughs> Because Snow White screams at how she screams and they freak out because they're animals. Mm-hmm. But they, she, she, she freak, she, she does a it's little a big squeal, scream, yeah, and uh, and then they burst out of the house like or or nope. into hiding places. Some of the smaller yeah. ones make it to hiding spots, but they're like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> um, and she, she's like, "Oh, it's a little chair," and she looks up and her so, skirt again. Yes, yeah, she, she grabs at her skirt, and it's like that chair is just too cute. <laughs> For her to not scream. Like, what is and, up with Snow White's reaction? What's to that stuff? little, like, shoulder movement that she does yes. when she sits down? So she sits down and then... She holds her skirt up really high. It's like, it's, oh. It's, it's one of those acting things. sit in chairs. Look, I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting in my chair. It, well, or is she is she pretending she's sitting in a child's chair? So she's being childish again. She's oh, like, she oh, it's a, it's a baby chair. Work out. <laughs> yeah, she's like 14. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I think that's more of the sort of stage performative acting we've talked about where, you know, somebody's filming this gesturing of, it's like, okay, now you've seen a cute chair, pretend you've seen a cute chair and we're filming. (laughs) And so she does like this weird, like shoulder thing. Like she's chuckling as she sits down with her, with her hands lifting the skirt. And like that chair doesn't seem that small for her. She seems to sit in it fairly comfortably. It's not right? It's not like sitting in a kindergartner's chair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's always the worst when you're like, you go to a kid's house. I used to nanny a lot. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, let's have a tea party. And they would set up a chair in that for tiny. me in that tiny chair. Mm-hmm. Ugh. My knees would be like at my chin. And my stomach is just like trying to push my knees out because it doesn't <laughs> want to be crunched as tight as it is. And ugh. Yeah, but it's like Snow White seems fairly well-sized for that chair. It's not too much smaller right so this whole sequence like her sitting in the chair and these gestures reminded me of something that kestra is going to understand and crystal beth you are probably not going to understand <laughs> and you wrote this down last I wrote, night i wrote, I wrote and it I down was, last night you would not tell me and i've been so, keeping it a secret oh it's been driving crazy so there is a television show from spain called grand hotel <laughs> and 
it's sort of like Downton Abbey with a murder mystery <laughs> for, for you to understand Crystal Beth, but it's all in Spanish. You have to find it with subtitles. You can get the first season on Hulu. It used to be on Netflix and now it's not. And I only ever watched the first season and I need to I know. a couple episodes of the second. I need to know what happens. There's three seasons and I don't know what happens. And it's driving me nuts. I'm me crazy too. <laughs> and you can't get DVDs with subtitles. You can only get like European region DVDs and they'll be in Spanish. And I don't speak Ooh. Spanish. <laughs> but your brother does. Yeah. So I might make my brother translate it. <laughs> that um, sounds really fun. It's well, so it was, I learned about Grand Hotel from, let's see. Wasn't it? it? It was my brother's wife. So my sister-in-law and her mom watched it. And then we talked about it on the other podcast that I work on, the protagonist podcast. Um, they did a whole episode about it. And then my brother and I enjoyed it so much that we recorded an entire season of just talking about episodes of Grand Hotel, that show. Oh, that's awesome. And- they, and then they cut it from Netflix and we didn't finish. And so we have these 14 episodes like recorded. And yeah, so, but, they but we need to finish. But they haven't released yet because they want to fit. Yeah, we want to finish. Right. And we want to get to more likes on our, yeah. our, like more reviews on our other podcasds. Right. Um, and you can pull them over. Yeah. And, and so we have these, like we've had these hour long discussions about every episode and now we can't finish. But anyway, there's an episode where one of the characters, his name is Andres. He's a butler. Or uh, not like the full butler. He's he's like a like a, a footman, yeah, or a waiter in the hotel, the Grand Hotel. Okay. And then he has this moment where he's in like the grand dining room, and he has to change out the lights on the chandelier. And but before he does it, he like takes a minute oh, and, in, and indulges himself, and he sits down in a chair at like the middle of the table, and he does this. And it's like this triple layer acting where there's an actor playing Andres and then he is Andres who's pretending to be noble for a minute. And he does like this face and this gesture as he sits in this chair and he's like, yes, you may serve me now. And then he does and a then, little chuckle. And then, and then he like, just like breaks from it and he just laughs at himself. He's like, yeah, I'm being silly. And he puts the chair back and he like gets on a ladder to change the lights. But it's a wonderful, <laughs> charming little moment of like this depth of layered acting where he's like, I'm playing the butler. But now this butler is going to pretend to be a fancy man for a second. And then he gets out of the chair and he just like laughs at himself. He's like, oh, that was a good time. I'm never going to live that life. And, yeah. he, like, <laughs> and he goes back to work. Because the, the hotel's maitre d' uh, has to leave. And then. Uh, and so he's going to be probably so the, the maitre d'. For the, for the, uh, for the for day. day. Yeah. He, he's, he has to temporarily uh, be extra responsible, but it's just this like charming moment of sitting down and pretending to be something you're not. And so I feel like Snow White, this sequence is a little bit of that where it's like this double layered performance, like, Oh, a little chair. This is so cute. And she like bobs her shoulders and stuff. Oh, great, funny. That makes me so good. funny how this just one example of how someone sits in a chair makes me want to watch something. Yeah. Like find Grand Hotel on Hulu and watch it. Cause then maybe they'll get the rest of the seasons. Everyone yes. listening, please watch it. Watch it. It's, it's, it's so good. It's like Downton Abbey with a murder mystery. Season, like now. <laughs> Downton Abbey with a murder mystery set in 1905. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, okay. But back to Snow White. So she sits in the chair and it calms everyone down. All the animals are like, okay, we'll get back in here. Um, and there are so many chipmunks. Like when they do the shots of where the animals were hiding, I'm like I don't think that many chipmunks walked into the house. Yeah. yeah oh, you know no. what? This is this seems like a good time to say this. This is something okay. that I've been thinking about my whole life, and you guys are who I feel comfortable with. 
Disney, Thank you. yeah, right. Disney made me think that chipmunks were baby squirrels. That's what it seems like. They animate them like the squirrels, and also like and they always show them as little families, like groupings. How a small child's mind, would yeah. There's like two, were... two squirrels and a chipmunk. Yeah, Agreed. just like and, um, and then they do the birds, and it's a mom bird, a dad bird, and a baby bird, and then they show a gray squirrel, a brown squirrel, and a chipmunk. And a chipmunk. Too long. Too long did I not realize that chipmunks are their own species. <laughs> so also, um, chipmunks aren't gophers. But in Disney's Hercules, which is like 50 years after this, there's a scene where there's a rabbit and a, and a gopher. He claims to be a gopher. But I'm pretty sure he's a chipmunk. Cause, really? Yeah. When, uh, pain, when and, pain, and panic. pain and Panic are pretending to be critters yeah, oh, and they walk up to Megan. He's like... I'm a bunny and I'm his gopher. And it's like that. I'm pretty sure that's a chipmunk. And I was thinking about it a lot in this. Cause you saw rabbits and chipmunks next to each other. And I'm like, I think those are chipmunks, not gophers like chip and Dale chipmunks. Yes. I think you're right. I think that, uh, I hope now that you're saying it, that he was just being dumb. Like He's he like, and I'm a gopher. Know, it's like, no, gopher. you're not a gopher. Nope. You're a chipmunk, bruh. Are you, oh, he's are you most looking? definitely a chipmunk. Let me see. You pulled you pulled it up on your phone. Yeah, he looks like a chipmunk. Does he have the stripe on his back? I bet he does. I can't find a picture of that particular. In in like four years, no, probably longer. When we get to doing Hercules Minute, we'll double check on that. Yes, we'll come back to that. Uh, but yeah, definitely not squirrels, and also not gophers. <laughs> um. Okay, there's a picture, but you can't see a, a stripe. Okay, there's no stripe on that one. So maybe he is a gopher, but he, it, she should be a chipmunk. Looks more oh, like a well. chipmunk than a gopher. Gophers yeah. have bigger heads and yeah. bigger bodies. I feel like a gopher is bigger than a rabbit. Yeah, a gopher's like, uh, it's bigger than a small rabbit. It's yeah. like between a rabbit and a badger size. He's but definitely a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, they drew a chipmunk and maybe forgot to put a stripe. Right. He's not, he's not gopher shaped. Okay. They just went into their uh, old, uh, their old um, archives of, their, yeah, of animal exactly. shapes, and they were like, "Just take this; it's fine. Don't worry about it. No one will notice. Everyone yeah. notices." Uh, so I have a motif note that they've done in the dwarf's house that goes with some of the stuff we've talked about in previous minutes. Not not this week. Uh, there are owl motifs all over this house, and we've already noted that the queen has massive peacock motifs. And Snow White is, well, she interacts with like all the different kinds of birds, but initially she was doves. And so I'm curious about what the owl motif is supposed to be signifying about the dwarves. They're wise. Yeah. Um, But where does their wisdom come from? Because they don't seem especially wise. I know. Wise people clean their house. And lock their doors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it, I've, I've, was going to mention this tomorrow, I think. I think it was tomorrow. It might have been the next day. But um, with the chairs, the cha- I, I've seen a couple chairs and they look a little like they they are kind of shaped in a different way. And one of them looks almost like an owl. And I was thinking that maybe that one's Doc. I do know that um, in, in like two minutes, all the motifs in the house seem to change from owls to people faces, like their faucet is a person face and one of the chairs is a person face oh. and it looks like Sneezy's face in particular. Yeah. Um, so it, it seems like they had a little bit of inconsistency on what they were going for. 
whether it was going to be, you know, owls everywhere. Cause like the, there's owls near the door and then there's an owl on the chair. And a lot of the posts at the top of the house in some of the sequences, like have owl faces, there's owls on the exterior of the house. And so I'm intrigued that it would like switch from owls to people. Maybe their dad was really into owls. When they inherited this house, they kept owls. Maybe their mom mm-hmm. was really into uh, themselves and then kept the <laughs> other stuff. Switched it to, to their characteristics. But, yeah, so... But, I, like, that's a strong owl motif on the on the chair. And, the like, the stairs, stairs have and... an owl motif. Kestra's got a, a book with a, with a scene from the movie so we can look at the details. But there's owls oh, all over the place. There's an owl there, an owl there. Um, but then... In other shots, so maybe like a different background, it's people instead. So I don't know what to think about it. Another owl. Uh, Minute podcasts are so cool. I always end up leaving with so many things to look at the minutes after mine. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, so lots of owls there. I think it's definitely a contrast to the queen's peacock motif because Snow White doesn't have like a dove motif in any of her stuff. It's just that she's been around doves. And doves represent kind of... Innocence, innocence and, and, and peace and, and, and yeah. peace and love. and Snow White is definitely innocent. Yeah, um, yeah, she is. And so I think naive. <laughs> I think it's a better contrast for the Queen's um, peacock stuff, where it's like arrogant and pompous, and somehow the dwarves are supposed to be wisdom, or at least their home is supposed to be the source of wisdom. I don't know. It's it's something to look look for as we go throughout the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. I've watched the first half of the movie recently, but I haven't watched the last half in a while, like maybe five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm now I'm really excited to watch it and look for that. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're glad we, we added something <laughs> to your viewing. Yeah, you guys are smart. Something less important. Um, as she's like picking through the stuff that's dirty, she's like, oh, there's like a pickaxe stuck into the table, which is weird. With a stocking <laughs> yeah. drifting off the Yeah, there's, like, there's a sock just like floating around. And then inside the soup pot, there's a shoe. There's a shoe. And the birds catcall the shoe. I don't think they're... I know. Weirdest Like, thing. why are they catcalling that shoe? Maybe they were meant, meaning to be like, mm-mm, that's not, that's not a good thing. But, yeah, so maybe the catcall right? whistle has but, evolved. Yeah. Because, this again, this is the 1930s. Yeah, so... So... Maybe... Maybe there wasn't a stereotype of construction workers whistling at women on the street in the 30s. Might have been in it. Can't even picture that world. <laughs> where where that doesn't happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah, I was like, why did those birds whistle at that shoe like that in that particular way? Like, I can imagine a type of whistle they would do now where it's like, eesh. Like, it's just like. Yeah, a, like. Whew. Yeah, something like that. But it's, it's like, yeah. it's the cat call whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's been a cat call whistle for a really long time. Like at too. least the 50s, right? Yeah. At the very least. But I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I We need someone who's an expert on cat calls. <laughs> that's the guest we need. Do you though? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Maybe not so much an expert in executing, but an expert in studying the history right. and culture of cat calling. <laughs> There's got to be some professor if- somewhere who's got that paper. Right, that they're guaranteed there is. It's got to be like probably, that, probably in like a folklore department. Yeah, yeah. There's a my train of thought with it is maybe 
that the cat call whistle sounded, I mean, was before someone going, uh-oh, like, that's not good. And it evolved to a cat call because someone was dressed provocatively. Mm. And they were like, uh-oh, that's not good. And then did the <laughs> when they were wearing something that, quote, unquote, maybe they shouldn't. Uh-huh. And maybe it evolved from that to, okay, now that whistle means, uh, like, ooh, looking good in those sexy duds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that's that. That's what kids call clothes now, right? That's... I, could, I could follow that train of thought. <laughs> One thing I noticed this mm-hmm. well, this week, because last week we were talking about, Andrew, well, you specifically were talking about how Snow White seems to rhyme most of her lines. Yes, it's iffy this week. It's iffy this week. It comes and goes. So last minute, yesterday, she was not rhyming. Not all the time. I think she rhymed a little bit. But this minute, she's... Rhyming, mostly rhyming. Mostly rhyming. I think she rhymes more when she's ramping up for a song. Yeah. Like within the minute leading up to a song, she she like ramps up by rhyming all her stuff in couplets. That's so funny. She's like, by the way, a song's coming. Watch out. I mean, it'd be fun to like watch other Disney movies and see if they telegraph it like that. I think in the modern ones, they definitely don't. They'll just like, once you hear that music, you know the song's hitting, but... Here, there's a lot of music all throughout scoring it, and then it sounds uh-huh. a lot like the music that um, is part of the songs. So it's hard to differentiate the score from the song. Yeah, and the music's not subtle. Yeah. It's not like some movies where the music's so good that you can just, you can feel it. And you don't even... You don't really hear it. Yeah, you don't even realize it's there. Yeah, and granted, Kestra, I'm not as good at music as you seem to be. So I don't know if that's the same thing as you, but it's really easy for me to tune out music and not hear it. And this movie, the music is almost one of the characters to me because I can't not hear I it. I think the music, like like a Fantasia kind of thing, it informs, informs a lot of the action and animation yeah. uh, and, and matches it a lot in a way that makes it hard to to forget it's there. Yeah, I agree. This is great. I'm so glad you guys are doing this movie. You guys are perfect for it. This is great. Um, I, I'm learning so much. I have one last thing for this minute. Do you guys have anything? I have one last thing. Uh, just a comment about how yesterday we mentioned that Snow White sees how it's all dirty. and um, Or we, we noticed that it's all dirty. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, yeah, if, if we went into that house, then we would have been like, no one has lived here for yeah years. It's definitely, but an empty she's house. just yes. like, oh, it's just untidy little children who are just, um, who are living in this mess. And I'm like, how? Like, where do you, you get, get this that? idea? <laughs> There's no sign. She's, she's too innocent and naive to to some degree. We've talked about this with with former guests, um, and they said like, she has innocence in some degrees to the point of being dangerous to herself. And this is an example of, like, this can very easily become dangerous. Yeah. Yes. Where, she's like, no, I'm just cleaning your house. They're like, no, we're murderers. Uh, welcome to our cabin in the woods. Like, she should be more cautious because not even ten minutes ago, there was an attempt on her life. Yes. That's all I have. So what? Uh, my last thing was, uh, as you pause at the end of this minute, you get to, like, the squirrels sneezing. And their sneeze faces are pretty fantastic. Like if you pause it at the yeah. right moment where you can see it like building inside them and their and their teeth sticking out. Um, so it's, it's, it's fun animation. It's again, the cartoony animals rather than the realistic ones, but it's fun. Yeah, they are fun. 
Okay. So if nobody's got anything else, we'll wrap it up today. Crystal Beth, where can people get a hold of you? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my podcast, The Fifth Element, on iTunes or on thefifthelement.com. And I also have a video game podcast called Unlimited Lives Radio, and you can listen to that on iTunes as well. What is that one about? Just video games in general or? Yep, video games, and it's a a bunch of comedians that do it. So we try to make it funny, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's uh, we talk about news, we talk about uh, old games, new games. Uh, We have a quiz every week where we give away games to people that are, because we stream live on Twitch. Ah. So it's twitch.tv slash unlimited lives radio. We stream every Thursday at six and people that watch us live can compete for a free game at the end. Ooh. It's really fun. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, as for us, we're still not quite there with a website, uh, but we will. But for now, you can subscribe to us, give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast service you're using, share us with your friends and come back tomorrow. But until then, just whistle while you work.